Hello and welcome to a special episode of This Freakin' Show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. This week, I'm your host, Cartoon Joe, and you're going to hear a series of clips from Travesty and I's conversations as we road tripped around Indiana checking out various haunted cemeteries. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and like and subscribe to our FreakNet Studios YouTube page so you can see the videos that we produced for this freaky show in October. This one's a different one, and I hope you enjoy it. We're back again. Now, 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 back again. I'm not, not back I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't read the things of the aquarium. I love reading the things of the aquarium. Because uh, to me, the aquarium is kind of like a museum. You just go, you admire, and you go back. It's like, I don't understand those weird people. <laughs> you don't read things at the museum either. Why, what do I need to read? The museum yeah. has, it's art. You stare at it like, oh, look, paintings. It has information about the art. What it tells I, about the, the artist, uh, what, what the materials were used. Uh, Why do I need to know that? I just need to know that he painted something that looks beautiful and I moved to fucking... I don't understand those people who stand in front of a painting for 20 minutes being like, Wow, look at that brush stroke. Why? Who cares? Because it's fascinating. No. They got to read about it? No. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't stand for 20 minutes in front of one, but like two or three. But you don't need to look at a painting for three minutes. You go to the next thing. See, this is why you have to keep going back to the same place over and over. Yeah. Because like, okay, well, uh, I... I got to admire 12 paintings. We gotta go. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. You you walk up. You see a painting. Like it, I don't. I don't know. What? No. No. Well, it's what? just it's really interesting to be able to like compare different impressionists and their styles and like you know uh, this person did quantalism and this person did this other thing. And What'd you just say? Quantalism? You're just making up words now. <laughs> quantalism? Yeah, it was a style of impressionism uh, that Claude Monet was, was famous for. He was a French painter. And what you would do is you would do a bunch of little dots. And so like, it's called quantalism because it's made up of a bunch of little points. You want to know how I know you know I'm dumb? Because that could be completely made up. It you could know be that. completely made up. You could have made all that fucking up. Now, I, I do know that there is a process of doing paintings by just dots. Because I know there's like that that like park scene with all those fucking people yeah. on like that hill. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't think that's fucking uh, Plancoism. Ponto. Pointalism. Pointalism. Point, pointalism. Have you said it in North American accent? Oh, see, now you don't even know the word. You yeah, well, it's, it's French, so it's Pointalism. Point. No, I don't need to sit and read about fucking pictures. Oh, it's my favorite thing. It, it makes no sense now. Why do you have to read about something you can visually see? Because I want to know more about it. So go on a tour. I do that too. Let people... You do both? Yeah. At the same time? Well, no. Uh, oh. I'll do the tour and then I'll, I'll if there's something I wanted to learn more about, I'll go back and oh, I'll read God. it. I thought you were going to be that asshole who's like, oh, hold on. Hold up the no, entire no, group. no. I gotta read this fucking plaque first, and then we can move on. Please, no, don't not leave that me. bad, not that bad. Oh, thank fucking god. <laughs> so, uh, 
it was weird. Like when I was originally doing the uh, editing for the last uh, set of vlogs we were doing for the cemetery tour, um, I always kept questioning myself when I was spelling the word cemetery right. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, no, I know this is right. This has got to be right. This has got to be right. But I kept thinking, it was like, because when I did it, it was C E M E T E R Y. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, E R Y. I always yeah. thought it was A R Y. See, the thing is, like, I kept thinking, like, is it A R Y? Because cemetery. Right. So when I Googled it, it's a lot like gray. Depends on where you are. Yeah. Ah. So for us, it's, you know, G R E Y. Mm -hmm. Other places, it's G R A Y. It's the same thing with cemeteries. I'm like, okay, so it's not that I'm wrong. I'm just doing the, the, the spelling that we grew up with. That yeah. We were normalized for. Well, that's what I was just putting in. I was, I was typing cemeteries. Uh, cemeteries with uh, e A R I E S, and my phone is like, no, it's E R I E S. I'm like, oh, whatever, man. So you, you want to be in England? I guess. I guess. I really wish this person would decide to like, you know, get more over or, uh, yep, you know, not look like a criminal. That's actually probably why. He looks like he is ready to like be the villain in a remake of The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Because he is way too hunched over. He is too hunched over and like committed to, you know, not looking like he's biking for leisure. Right. You think he's wearing that uh, that jacket for just like the safety of uh, bicycling, or is he late to get to like the construction site? I feel in my heart that it's both. <laughs> So back to so back back to the museums. Yeah. So you you're about to you're gonna say something about um, I don't know what the hell were we talking about? Meeting the blacks. Yeah, but you you mentioned something like you, you there's something you wanted to mention before we cut off. Oh, was there? I don't remember. I don't remember at all. But I did. I do love reading the plaques at museums because I like to know. I like to learn things. Yeah. I could have minored in art history uh, if I had taken like two more classes. Mm. But a double major was enough. A double major was enough. Yeah. You know, I love reading plaques. I just don't want to do it professionally. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. God. I, oh, I remember what I was going to say. It was about the Uffizi. So when we, when I went to Florence... Uffizi. <laughs> yeah, Uffizi. <laughs> the offices uh, in Italian. Um, you might as well just call it the fucking baby onesie. Uffizi. <laughs> no, Uffizi. Uffizi. Oh, stop it. Yeah, U-F-F-I-Z-I. -I. Oh, that's just as bad as Colin pronouncing his last name in French for fucking women cashiers. Pascal. Uffizi. Okay, so tell me, about, tell me about the foot guy. Yeah, so so the Uffizi, the offices, were the 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 offices of the um, the Medici family, mm -hmm. uh, who you may know from the show of the same name, Medici. Uh, the what? The, the show. Yeah, there was a show called Medici. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. This is, okay, not to cut you off. But that's a nice looking college. Yeah, it is. Saint Joseph. Why don't you go there? Uh, it's named after you. I don't think they had my major. Then they're closed now. Wait, this Actually, is shut down? Yep. The fuck? Yeah, they uh, they couldn't sustain their funding through COVID, so they, they had to close. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. So, foot guy. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, they, the offices of the of the Medici family 
Um, it was basically where they, they did all their business and stuff. Because they were a very powerful family in Florence. They were actually at one time one of the most powerful families in the world. They actually, uh, one of their kids became Pope. Actually, several of their, their relatives became Pope. But uh, anyway, um, all of their properties have now been turned into museums because they're obviously very historical. Um, and one of the one of the museums is the the offices where they where they worked, and so uh, we we did several tours of them, and uh, one of the tours that we went on was actually for a class, and so there was the the teacher took us on a tour and and explained things and did you know told us about this and told us about that, and uh, and then when the tour was done, all of my classmates just left, and and like they went to the bars or they went to go take a nap so that they could go to the bars later or they went to some other place in, in the city that they wanted to check out yeah. um, and I stayed for like three four hours because I was like when's the next time I'm going to be here and I literally I think I, I literally looked at every painting in the entire place and read all the plaques and it was awesome it was one of the best afternoons of my life really had a good time that's all I was going to say A lot of renaissance art in there. You're a fucking nerd. I really am. I really am. <laughs> so you just told me you went on an entire tour of a fucking museum. And you're like, you know what? Four more hours, I think I'd be happy. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. Well, because on the tour, we only got like, uh, like, look at this painting. This is its historical significance. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this statue. It, this is its historical significance. Yeah. Um, and that, so. Wasn't so, that enough? No. No, because we we there were so many other paintings we didn't look at. Okay, but they showed you obviously the important ones. Yeah. So that that should have been it. Yeah, but I wanted to know about the other ones, the less important ones. Would would you be as happy? Side note. You ever get the urge to, like drive down like gravelly paths that don't show where they lead, just to see yeah. where they go? Yeah, all the time. Whenever I drive past, like if I'm going down like it's like more country roads than anything, back roads and stuff like that, and you see like a gravel path that like goes into the woods and shit. There's no mailbox around, so you know it's like may, may or may not be a house. It's just like you know, what? I gotta remember that because I want to Google Earth it and see what's really back there. I always forget. Oh yeah. But that one looked questionable because yeah. it was like on a bridge. Um, yeah, a real sketch. Anyways, could you find yourself to have the same amount of enjoyment? If you just got like, if you went to a museum that like that supplied like the headphones with audio explanations compared to reading the plaques yourself, uh, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. I don't know that I would retain it as well though. I, I retain what I read a lot better than I retain what I hear. Mm. Speaking of which, uh, make sure you listen to our podcast, which is sponsored by Audible. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten better at retaining what I hear. Oh, gotcha. Thanks to audible.com. Right. You can help us out by going to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and signing up for a free 30-day trial. Right. Plus, you go to your first book. Yeah, you can use that first book to uh, to pick up a book on Renaissance art. Right. You know, doing this uh, summertime vlog and stuff like that, you know, with this 12 hours of total driving, who knows how many books we could have gotten through if we actually uh, got books. Yep. We have to remember that for the future when we go on farther road trips. Right. You know, or get famous enough to get our own jet. Ooh, our own jet. Can you imagine? Be exciting. Right, for your next year is being rich enough to get a jet. It'd be awesome. Man. 
But it all begins with uh, obviously making money uh, from this uh, lovely adventure. And one of those best ways is through sponsorships like audibletrial.com slash freakman. That's right. Where you can hear things instead of reading fucking placards. <laughs> but it's almost a norm now, right? Isn't it more common for like them to like, like give you like headsets and you plug in and listen and... Oh yeah, because then you don't have to pay tour guides. Right. It's way cheaper than paying a tour guide. Is that how it works? Is like you just have to you have to plug in the headset everywhere you go. No. What, so what they do now is uh, there's there's actually a couple of different ways they do it, but the the main one is uh, they actually give you like a, it's like a little MP3 player with a head thing with a with a headphone, and uh, you're supposed to start in a specific spot and press play, and it'll tell you like walk down this corridor, stop to your left, you'll see. And it'll describe the painting. So it's timed out. Yeah. But does it cover every single painting? No. No. The, uh, that's the other way they'll do it now is uh, a lot of stuff will have a QR code. And you'll just take out your phone and read the QR code and it will tell you about whatever it is. So the museums will make a pre-recorded thing, hand it to you. You go through the museum and it describes select things. Yep. So even the museum doesn't want you there that long. Correct. Gotcha. Which is why you got to take advantage of it. Stay as long as you can. It's like a buffet, but for knowledge. Are you one of those guys, like, when you go to, like, a zoo or the aquarium and you read the placards about the fish and the animals and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. God damn it. What, what else can you learn about fucking tigers or hippos and shit that you haven't already known? So many things. Like, I don't I don't know everything about their diets or where what, they... What, what the fuck do you need to know? I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. interesting. It's just interesting. You know, one day when I when I own my own hippo, I gotta know what to feed it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, God damn it! Look, I might I might live in South America someday, uh, where where uh, that one drug lord had all those hippos, and uh, I might have to know how to distract the hippo with a head of cabbage. You yeah. know, they can run on land up to twenty six miles an hour. I've heard they're quite aggressive. They are very fast and very aggressive. Who do you think wins in a fight? Hippo or Rhino? Mm. I'm going to say the Rhino because it has a knife in its face. Okay, Hippo or Hornless Rhino? Hippo. Hippo? Yeah, because the Rhinos are blind and dumb. Like stupid, not like uh, not like they can't talk. Rhino? I mean, they can't talk, but neither can Hippos. Rhino, Triceratops. I think I'm going to give it to Triceratops because I think they were bigger. I think they had the mass on them. Did they also have like some kind of like club on their tail or some shit? Uh, I'm sure there was some uh, Triceratops out there that had that. I don't think Triceratops were that big, though. Oh, they were huge. I don't think so. Oh, man. I mean, there were some small ones, but like we we went to the uh, Field Museum recently and uh, and looked at their, their bones, and they're like twice the size of rhinos. Hmm. At least the one that the Field Museum has. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, the idea of dinosaurs is kind of curious to me. I mean, maybe if I read placards, I'd understand more. But uh, it, it's weird to think that like, it's like, uh, fucking, it was Brontosaurus, the long neck ones. Yeah, like, they're just they're, they're just like oversized fucking giraffes. Yeah, kind of. So it's like, it's like realistically, like we have versions of what dinosaurs were. They're just not 
same. I mean, I think more, <clears throat> I know it's not like the definitive group, right? but giraffe is more related to equestrians, right? Horses, zebras, shit like that. As compared to brontosaurus, which I guess are more considered reptile, reptiles and shit. Yep. So, so yeah, giraffes are like bron- uh, fucking brontosaurus, triceratops and rhinos and stuff like that. There really, is, there really is nothing that's relatable to like a T-Rex. No, like a chicken or an emu. I guess that, yeah. <laughs> chicken, emu, close fucking thing. Or an ostrich, I guess. E- emus are not as aggressive as ostriches. Yeah. But they're still thinking that like some alligators and shit are prehistoric-esque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are some alligator species that are like, uh, they haven't changed in like 10, 15 million years or some shit. No, birds, uh, birds and uh, and crocodiles are probably the closest living relatives to, to what we think of as dinosaurs. So, because then there, I mean, of course, there's sharks, which have been around. I mean, the first sharks developed probably, I want to say, late Triassic period. Yeah. So I think it's like 40 million years ago, something like that. Okay, right, see, so that's another thing too. Because, I mean, like, there's still no definitive proof on how the dinosaurs got wiped out, right? I mean, they go with Meteor. Uh, I think a Meteor did the most damage. And then there was also, um, uh, at one point, I can't remember the name of the extinction. The Devonian extinction. Uh, There was a bunch of volcanic activity that released a ton of, like, sulfur into the air. And it poisoned uh, about 95% of life on Earth. Wiped out. Hmm. Because I'm, because the thing is, like, and I, again, I don't, I don't know a lot of shit because I don't think about it constantly. So like, maybe, maybe I should look at more stuff just to be like, oh hey, that's a fun fact, fun little tidbit, whatever. But like in the moment is where I'm curious, not every single fucking day. Uh huh. But um, you would think that there'd be dinosaurs around all parts of the world. But then you gotta think about Pangea. Right. The dinosaurs were around during Pangea. Uh-huh. So a meteor that hits the earth to wipe out nearly all dinosaur life. Yeah. Wasn't big enough to break apart Earth? Well, so the 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 meteor or the what was it, asteroid that hit the earth, um, there's actually there's a couple of them, but the, the main one that they, they credit for the majority of the extinction. Uh, was was well was post Pangea. It was it was long after Pangea had had separated. Um, because they they found it the the evidence they found of it is actually like uh, just off the coast of Mexico, I believe. Um, Mexico, South America, somewhere in there. Um, and so it would have been after Pangea because uh, that part of the Earth would have been hooked up to like Europe and Africa. Oh yeah, I mean time. they, they show so, where every continent like hooks together. Yeah, yeah, and so it would have been it would have been after Pangea that that the uh, the meteor hit or asteroid hit. Now, where where was it that Pangea was not Pangea? Pangea was actually like set like at the at the like from the beginning. I don't know because I'm, I'm assuming everything spread itself out, and that's how you know Antarctica went to the southern part of the world. That's how it became like frosted over, cold, and shit like that. But it's like, is there like a is there a, a midpoint where everything like came together, or is there one continent that never fucking moved? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. My, my gut instinct is Africa is probably the, the center point because it was actually uh, at the center of Pangaea. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, like, maybe it, it has moved, but everything else moved faster. You know, I, I really don't know. That's an interesting question. Because the thing is... I, I never read a plaque about that. The thing is, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to, how how do I word this? Like, you go look at everything logically, but you don't, there's no definitive, 100%, this is guaranteed the truth, no matter what proof. Right. That an asteroid hit, Pangea is real, like, none of this, there's no definitive proof that, so it's all just based on theory, speculation, and people just put into their thoughts. Yeah, it's so, very, very educated guesswork. Yeah. So if I had to make, if I had to decide on what I want to say, is Pangea was one big fucking uh, continent. All the dinosaurs lived on it. Meteor came down, hit the fucking continent, wiped out the fucking dinosaurs, and that's where everything kind of spread itself out. Yeah, to but to me that makes more logic than everything else. Yeah, but that doesn't fit with um, our knowledge of plate tectonics and the way that the continents float on top of the, the sort of oceans of lava that live underneath the surface. But again, there's no proof of that. Sure there is. No, there's not. Yeah, there's plenty of proof of no, plate tectonics. Not. No, there's not. Yeah, they're able to measure the movement of the continents uh, using satellite imagery to see how much they move each year. Um, they can uh, model it in a computer and say, like, if this is how the fluid works, and we know that's how the fluid flows because we can study lava... Uh, and see how it flows, and then uh, take that same type of viscosity and density and put it into a computer model and then compare it to uh, to what we actually see, and if they line up, then we can say with, you know, 99.9% accuracy that this is how it is. Okay, so so let's think about that for a second. So these, these are satellite images that are determining the distance of things. Yeah. So in your mind, it's more logical to say, hey... The continents are moving rather than the camera that's up in space maybe fucking adjusting itself or changing something on top. Yes. Prove it. That makes no sense. Uh, I would rather go and say the camera on that and up that that's up there in space is either like pulling closer to the Earth or moving farther away from the Earth, whether adjusting the measurements and everything, or it turns slightly to show that something is moving away. Right, but if it did that, then they would have they would they would be able to prove that the camera was doing that, because they have sensors on every part of the camera that holds it within a certain tolerance level, yeah. and then they can use that tolerance level to help do the calculations to prove that what they're seeing is what they're seeing. Or they didn't realize that was happening before it was too late, and they're like, "Well, we don't want to look like fools, so what can we decide? Oh, we'll just keep rolling with it." Yeah, but why would they do that when they could just, uh, there's all these other satellites. There's there's literally thousands of satellites up there that they can use to check the math on the other satellites. Because they don't want to lose funding by admitting that they're wrong on the fact that everything they've been saying for years and years and decades and decades was just actually a calculated error. I don't think they make enough funding to be worried about losing it over admitting an error. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with what I believe in. That is that a uh, meteor uh, broke apart uh, Pangea. It is it's the only logical explanation. How far does a continent really move, though? It's roughly so. Um, uh, 
the, the, uh, sorry, trying to think of the words. Oh, yeah. The continent of North America is moving uh, west at approximately four millimeters a year. I don't know what that means. So the the continent that we're on, North America, yeah, from, no, from Mexico... Yeah, it's the four millimeter part. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so four millimeters would be... Um, 0.4 centimeters. So like a sixth of an inch a year. So it takes six years for it to move one inch. Yeah. Okay, so six years moves one inch. That says in 72 years it moves a foot. Yeah. I, I think it's four millimeters. It might be even smaller than that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the number I remember. So in our life, we are eventually a foot, maybe a foot and a half closer to Russia and China and all that. Yep. Interesting. Now, is it is it like a vertical straight line? Everything is moving west, or is there like kind of like a like it's like a curve move, like one part's moving, the other part's really not. I think it's like a, a the second thing, um, yeah. because the the thing is is that we have um, two separate um, plates that that come through the, the the country, and that's where the Rocky Mountains form. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's it's possible that um, uh, what, what probably happened for them to form was that the two plates were moving close together for a little while and then now they're moving back apart um, or they might be moving together now I don't I honestly don't know it's it's not my area of expertise so but that's one of the reasons that California has so many uh, earthquakes is because they're right on one of the fault lines of the plates you didn't feel necessary to minor in like geology as well no would that be geology yep nice I know things mm-hmm so you know who would know? I do have a kid in my my church who is a geologist. He's getting ready to go to grad school in North Dakota. Oh, good for him. Yep. So, but he uh, he's not going to be studying rocks. He's uh, he wants to be a paleontologist. Do you know if he's seen the movie Tremors? Oh, I'm sure he has, but I don't know for sure. Well, if he hasn't, he's not going to be a good geologist. So make sure you let him <laughs> make know. Make sure he sees Tremors. Yeah, like you need to see Tremors. You know, be aware. If anything, it's cautionary. So when you're taking seismic uh, readings and stuff you can tell the difference between earthquakes and big ass space worms yeah big sandworms or whatever you know it's funny because like uh that's really that's a really funny concept to me because uh the story of dune is also sandworms right on a planet and the thing is is that if you read the book dune uh by the end of it the the implied reality is that dune the planet dune the planet arrakis is earth like hundreds of millions of years in the future. It turns from this lush landscape into desert and then uh, eventually is, is supposed to turn back uh, through the efforts of, of the, the main characters of the books. Okay. So here's, here's something for you. Movies that are based in the future Yeah. when fucking society falls apart. Yeah. Okay. I give you two, you pick the best one. Okay. Now, I'm gonna, I gotta remember these. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, you gotta be somewhere? No, I just, my phone, my, my watch went off gotcha. and I was looking at it. So, I'm gonna try to. I was wondering if Michael texted me back. <laughs> so, okay, so Dune or Planet of the Apes? 
Dune for me. Okay. Dune or uh, was it Road Warrior? I don't I think I've seen Road Warrior. Ooh, so you gotta go with Dune. Okay, so Dune or Escape from LA. I don't think I've seen Escape from LA. New Monster says, okay, this game's a bust. So I was too busy reading plaques to watch so, movies. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen Dune. Okay, cool. Oh, what other fucking uh, futuristic movies uh, where the world goes to shit? Waterworld? Never seen it. Never uh, heard of it. Waterworld's great. What the fuck is Waterworld? It's one of the worst movies of all time. It's, it's a terrible movie, but is it's Is it hilarious. worse than Punch Drunk Love? Uh, no, Punch Drunk Love is the worst movie I've ever seen. Is it worse than Geely? I don't know. What's Geely? It's like, uh, I want to say it was like that. Uh, who the fuck was it? It's that, it's that power couple in it that sucked. Uh, I think it was Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. It was a horrible fucking movie. It was like the, it was the worst like romance ever. How do you spell it? G I A L I or something like that. G I G L I maybe. Maybe. G G G. Oh, I've never even heard of this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not pleasant. It's like Punch Drunk Love. But, yeah. Uh, so Waterworld is uh, uh, it's a future Earth where the polar ice caps have melted, and so now. Um, there's almost no land, and everybody lives at sea. And uh, Kevin Costner is the uh, the main character. Um, I, I don't remember what his character's name is. Kevin Costner did a movie that wasn't about baseball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and in this movie, he's he's a he's a mutant human who has gills behind his ears. And uh, so he, he's he's well adapted for this new water world. And uh, and yeah, and, and uh, people hate him. Uh, they they hate the mutants who have gills. Um, and the the fight is over like fresh water and stuff, and so they're like it's all pirates and it's great. So is it on land and on water? Uh, it's almost all it's almost all on water. It's almost all on ships. All on ships. It's on water. Yeah. So the gills are. Uh, so he he can he can basically spend time underwater if he needs to to like hunt for fish or. Mm. Okay. So, but they're like they're they're secondary. He also, for some reason, has lungs. It's really weird. It's one of the. I think it was one of the first movies to truly bomb at the box office. When does it come out? Uh, it must have been the eighties. That's probably why he started doing baseball movies. Yeah. He's like, you know, what doesn't work for me. Movies where I have to have kills. Oh, I've got like no signal here. Uh, 1995. Wow, I'm way off. Right. See, this is this is a nerve-wracking part. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love living in the country. I love boo-foo shit. Yeah. But being out here is where, like, we're going to lose reception on, like, the GPS. Right. And get lost. Yeah. It's like, cool. Now I got to fucking find civilization. But, luckily, we got full tank gas, so we don't got to worry about it. Yep. Well, and we're in a county that I know, so we'll be oh. okay. I know we're in the county because the uh, windmills. What? Benton County has windmills. They're the only county in Indiana that has them. I mean, all oh, the turbines. Yeah. yeah. Call them windmills? Yeah. Turbines. They are. Turbines. Turbines, windmills. So, turbines is probably more accurate, but I just think of them as windmills. But they're not windmills. You can't go in them. There's no Dutch people with. with yeah, uh, I mean, I guess they're not milling shoes. anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not grinding grain. Holy shit! What? I never put that together. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! 33 years of life! I never put the fact that windmills were milling shit. Oh fuck, I thought it was just a decorative thing. That's how we use them now. Holy fuck, me running. God damn it, Travis. Gotta read the plaques, man. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, like, Piatone has a windmill, and I have been inside it. I think they talked about grain and corn and shit in there, too. Holy fuck. Oh, God, I never even understood the name name women. Where the fuck are we? We're gonna get murdered. We're on 850 North. That's fine. This is... Oh, we're going to get 8 on 18 soon. All right. This is like a scene from uh, Red Dead Redemption where you go onto the plantation and they shoot you for being on the plantation. Yeah. That is creepy. This this is like... This is the road right now. And this is one reason why I choose to do this shit during the day. Because if I was driving down this road at night... Oh, I wouldn't want to be on this road at night. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. I've seen... I've seen... I've, I've thought too much about Children of the Corn... To want to be out in a place the like this. Parking night. unit number two. What the hell? I don't is that? know. All right, so let me ask you this. I don't know if I ever asked you this question on the show, so I'm gonna ask you now. What we were just on? Creepy back road, country fucking road. Here. Yeah. You're driving down it, one, two in the morning. Yeah. You're driving a little bit slow because this is a little bit snaky. Yeah. Person standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> I keep moving. Right. Like, what do you do? Like, you try to drive around them? Yep. Like this. Thing. See, like, I'm sorry, but if I see a car stopped on the side of the road out here, I'm driving by. Yep. Middle of the day, like right now, it's it's the sun is up. Whatever. Still, no, I'm sorry, no. There's no there's no civilization around here. Not, that's not my concern. I'm sorry, dude. That's not my fucking concern. That's true. You cannot get Chinese takeout here at all. No. No. If I can't if I can't have fucking pizza delivered, no. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what that guy's problem is. Godspeed. I didn't see a tire blown out. That's not my concern, though. No, yeah, I not. think if he were out outside of the car and he were like looking in the engine, I would feel more comfortable stopping. But I'm with you there. He's just on the side of the road with his blinkers on. Well, what would you do? Like, what do you even need your blinkers on out here for? Like nothing against you, Joe. But what are you gonna fix in his car for him? I am surprisingly handy with mechanical fixes. You got tools? No. He might. No. I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at makeshifting stuff. Well, you know what I got? I fucking got roadside assistance. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's only sixty bucks a year. Yeah. It's five dollars a month. Why the fuck yeah. wouldn't you have it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm at the point in my life. Everyone now, treated it. Sorry, go ahead. I'm at the point in my life now where like if I blow out a tire, it's like, I don't need to change it myself. I'm gonna call roadside assistance. Hey, blow a tire out. Send somebody. Because I I don't need to fucking worry about changing a tire anymore. Last time I changed a tire. Was that uh, was the day before your wedding? Because a fucking Amish guy lost his fucking license plate. Yep. The moment that happened, I knew, never again. Roadside assistance will fucking take care. Because the thing is, like you said, it's not that expensive. I think mine is like fifty bucks a month, if that. It's not that expensive. Yeah. And I have paid for it every year of my life. Uh, oh, so like as part of your uh, noon works better anyway. Just woke up. Great. Uh, that was Michael texting me back. Mm, so I've, uh, we're we're on Indiana time now. Oh shit! So we, we gained oh, an hour. Oh man! Yeah, but I didn't even think about that. And so that's what I texted her. I said uh, eleven, and then uh, and then I looked up and saw that your your clock said eleven. And I went, oh, maybe it'll be noon. <laughs> that, that had to have just turned, right? Yeah, it, t- okay. it turned a little while ago. All right, but, anyway, so 
but yeah. It, yeah, it's included in my car insurance. Yeah, so we had it included in our car insurance, and we were with this. And I'm, I'm going to put it on blast. I don't even care if we get sued. Um, I, we, we, <laughs> we'll delete the episode if we get sued. It's fine. Uh, there's this shitty, awful insurance company called Kemper. Don't use them. They fucking suck. You get what you pay for. They, 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 they ask you to pay shit, and they deliver shit. That they're awful. Um, is it like is it like a lower tier like? Yeah, yeah. It was like I think uh, we got our our car insurance and home insurance for I think a total of like ten thousand, not ten thousand, a thousand dollars a year. Okay. And that that was full home insurance and like slightly more than liability plus roadside assistance. And literally every time I called them for roadside assistance, oh, we're by that shrimp farm. Yeah, cool place. Yeah, I've never been here before. Whoa. Whoa, you know, you know how hard it is to get fresh shrimp in the middle of nowhere. Do you know why? Because it's not fresh shrimp. No, it is. They farm it. They got big, big, big yes. things of seawater. I trust. I trust fresh shrimp from the middle of fucking Indiana. Yeah, they farm it. They God raise it there. Damn it now. They do oysters too now. It's really awesome. God, oh, it's so gross. Well, it'd be gross if they were bringing it from the sea, but they 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 grow up there. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're paying for roadside assistance, and every time I call them, uh, they tell me that that I that uh, like I call the number on my card, and they say to me, "That's not the number for your insurance." And I say, "Well, what's the number?" And they're like, "Let me get it for you." And I call that number, and then they're not open. It's twenty. It's twenty-four hour roadside assistance, and they don't answer the phone. Uh, so we switched to State Farm, and it's a lot better. But in the meantime, uh, AAA is sixty dollars a year. Amen. And like everyone, every time I ever like heard about it growing up, everyone would talk about it like it's like, you know, hundreds of dollars a month or some shit. It's sixty dollars a year. Yeah. It's uh, I my gym membership costs more than than ro- than AAA. Yeah. And AAA's roadside assistance is like. Not to just give them a free plug, but like, is the best. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they'll they'll pick you up for free on New Year's Eve. They'll they'll bring you a battery if your battery dies. They'll bring you a new tire. They'll they'll do all sorts of stuff for you that your regular insurance won't do. Yeah. And it's only sixty it's sixty dollars a month. It's freaking nothing or a year. Yeah. Well, I got uh. Here's Ryan's house. Ryan who? Elliot. Uh, GCR. No, it's not. Yeah. Really, right here. Yeah. Is he home? Uh, might be. Probably Natalie or something. No. No, he's not home. No, okay. Nothing against Natalie, but. No. They're both home. They're like, hey, we'll sneak in for five minutes, but, uh. Was there her on the dog? Yep. Oh, sure. So, um. You know, I got got State Farm that has roadside assistance along with my insurance. I don't know how much it really is. Maybe it's only like $10 a month. I don't know. I know I pay for it. Right, yeah. Um, I've never used it, so I can't question how good it is, how great it is. Right, I have no idea. Uh, I, won't, I won't use my State Farm. I should actually take it off of my State Farm insurance so I can save some money. Yeah, fuck yeah. Or but, just use that one instead of having AAA. I just don't, try, I, I don't was trust so, it. I was so burned by Kemper, I just straight up don't trust it. So let me go back to your fucking shrimp for a minute. Yeah. You're telling me that like you'll go to like a fancy restaurant and they said, "Oh, what uh, what, what kind of shrimp do you have?" Like, "Oh, we have Indiana fresh shrimp." 
That sounds good to you? Yeah. Fre like, well, so, so the only reason it sounds good to me, fresh Indiana oysters. <laughs> you know, when you say it like that, it does sound terrible. Right? Like, you're, you're, you're telling me, is that is that just as good as fresh Maine lobster? Like, oh, come try our shrimp. Produced in the in the heartland of Indiana. I think right between the corn <laughs> and the wheat. Now I, I think if they if they said this is fresh farm raised local shrimp, I would be into it. I would be that would be fine with me. Or fresh farm raised uh, uh, Indiana shrimp. I, I'm fine with farm raised stuff. That doesn't bother me. At oh, all. Don't get me wrong. I like tilapia, and yeah. there's no wild tilapia. Right. But I don't need no. I can't get no. I can't, come on now. Uh, but uh, uh, farm fresh oysters right next to the tomatoes. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? I mean, if someone tried to sell me fresh oysters from like from from Maine, I would be like, those aren't fresh. They came from Maine. There's no way you got them fresh to, to where I can eat it in in uh, in Lafayette, Indiana, for example. Yeah, but the sea that they're creating this in, the salt water they're creating, it's literally a pool. Yeah, but it's like it's cleaner. It's that's filled with Indiana water and probably Morton salt. Well, it's actually fascinating. They, uh, I bet it's not. They actually, uh, they can feed the shrimp specific things and, and have the water have a, a specific type of brininess or, or saltiness or whatever that actually flavors the meat of the shrimp while they're still alive. Hey, Benton Central, didn't you go to Benton? I did. That was my middle school. Yeah, I remember I shit. went to junior high anyway. I remember shit. Yeah. If I uh, if I had gone to high school there, I probably would have uh, graduated top of my class instead of thirteenth. Mm. Anyway, talk about your talk about your, uh, your 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 fresh Indiana shrimp. Yeah, so they can flavor it and stuff, and so like uh, uh, like the the vein, right? When you when you cook yeah. shrimp that, that's fresh, you got to devein them, and uh, of course that's a euphemism for poop shoot. Um, <laughs> uh, in the sea. Whatever they're eating is like other shrimp, is dirt, is plants. It's nasty. It's disgusting. Um, but what they what they're eating here, uh, because they can control their diet, that can be like uh, a little vein of like salt or oh, pepper or whatever. And no, so like you don't fuck, even no, you don't you. even have to devein them. No, if you don't want. No, it. shut up. You're it's done. amazing. No, you're done. It's amazing. No, you're done. No, you're done. It's, it's so farm fresh. You can eat the fucking corn. Yeah, you can eat the no, shit. No, it's God, great. Stop. It's great. But anyway, uh, uh, our uncle Paul yeah. and and Ryan they get they get uh, shrimp from there all the time, and I, I've eaten it. It's fantastic. It's really good shrimp. Yeah, yeah, and you're eating their fucking poop shoots and shit. No, I think they do devein them just because of the ideas. Oh, well, we should explain to them why they don't have to. No, they've explained it to me. That's why. Oh. That's why I know. Yeah, about that it. you know that makes way more sense. <laughs> that makes way more fucking sense. I get it now. Yeah. You know what's weird though? So thinking about shrimp. Yeah. So you say you devein it, you take the fucking uh, poop shoot out. Yeah. Other than that, in the tail, like the the, the scale, like outer end. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So does shrimp not have like organs? I don't know. Like a heart or a stomach? I think I feel like their stomach and their colon is just one straight line. Right. I mean, like realistically, because it's I mean, like they're so small. I yeah. know, but like, like I'm sitting here eating a shrimp. I'm like, like, am I eating the innards of this fucking shrimp? Does the shrimp got eyes? You know, uh, what? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. But they you, got they a head. Pull it out. Yeah, the head's yeah. gone by then. Okay, gotcha. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I know that part. So the exterior shit's there. Yeah. Little claw things. Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as like, you know, fucking uh, mouth, the stomach, the colon. Is it really just that? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, probably. For yeah. that part. Oh, for, yeah, the, like, for the digestive system. Like, are we eating a shrimp's heart? I bet we are. God. Explains so much about why I was bullied. Oh, I, I ate too many shrimp hearts <laughs> and gained their strength. <laughs> Which is very weak. A shrimp's heart is very small. Right? <laughs> right? No flavor whatsoever. <clears throat> it tastes like the rest of the fucking shrimp. Yeah, it just boils right up. Yeah. Nope, nope. No skeleton system either. Nope. It's all exo, exoskeleton. What a weird world. Yep. Uh, cockroaches in the sea. <laughs> uh, you can, you can that off. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only person in the world <clears throat> that feels this way, but I believe that ginger ale is vastly underrated as a fountain option at fast food places. Totally agree. Right. Ginger ale is one of my all-time favorite sodas. I would love, like, a fucking, like, I would love to go into a fast food restaurant and have, like, the options of you, like, like, I would get ginger ale for my meal, but then I'd refill before I leave with my cream soda. Oh, yeah. Which perfect. I also believe cream soda should also be utilized as a fountain option in places. Yes. I know, I know some places, like, Firehouse Subs has, like, those new fancy, like, Coca-Cola machines, with, like, you know, like, the, like, oh, I want to be crazy yeah. and make some shit. Yeah. I want to say that, like, you know, they do have, like, a ginger ale option, but it should be, like, a norm. Yes. Agreed. And I love those. I love adding fruit flavors to my cream soda. Like orange cream soda or peach cream soda or strawberry cream soda. Awesome. Yeah, you had me you had me with orange. I was okay with orange. You lost me a strawberry. I can't I can't do strawberry flavored stuff. That's fair. That's fair. I like it though. I like it. Like uh like my sister, I don't know why, but she used to have like this strawberry watermelon drink. I was like, ugh! See, it's funny you bring that up. I also like watermelon things. No, I could eat watermelon. Oh, I could, I could sip watermelon juice out of the bowl when I'm done. Oh, for sure. It tastes nothing like artificial watermelon. Yeah, though. no, I can't. I can't do like watermelon flavored water. Yeah. Jolly Ranchers, love them. Watermelon Jolly Ranchers, yeah. But no, if somebody walks up to me with, like, like the Arizona can of watermelon. Sign me up. That's not real. Uh, that's on me. <laughs> that was all on me. All good. All good. We almost died. That lady's probably like, you didn't put a signal on. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't have a signal for turn to the back of left. Right. That was a that was a sharp turn there. That was that was on the part of the road, not on the. Yeah, that was on me. Yeah, I don't. Know. I should really, you know, if I have a ways running, I should really focus on the ways. <laughs> I guess it's true. Like the song says, I want you to show me the ways. Yep. I wanted to tell you something earlier. Because <coughs> we were talking about smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cigarettes. And I have this theory about how people hold their cigarettes. And I'm not sure if I ever told you this. But if you haven't heard it, this may be like, you know what, you're absolutely right. So, guys and girls hold their cigarettes completely different. All right. If you ever see a woman smoke, uh-huh. I'm going to say 90%. I'm not going to say 100%. 90% of the time. Maybe 85. That's creepy. Yeah. Like um, women will hold their cigarette with one hand, uh-huh. with fingers vertical, 
Is that horizontal? Vertical? Vertical. Yeah, vertical. Vertical. And smoke from the same side of the mouth. Yeah. Then, same hand on an angle, opposite side. I, I can picture it. I can picture it. Right? I mean, it's it's weird. Like, I've had this conversation with people I've smoked with, and like, like I'll be smoking with like buddies of mine, and they'll be smoking like what I see women smoking like. I'm like, so why do you hold your cigarette like that? They're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you're smoking like a woman would smoke. And I don't want to sound sexist doing all this, or they're saying like, you know, hey, hold your cigarette any way you like. Live your life. Yeah. You know, follow your star. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, predominantly, whenever I see women smoke. Which, you know, I've seen my aunt smoke, I've seen my mom smoke, um, I've seen girlfriends smoke, all of them. Right hand, right of mouth, fingers vertical. Guys, right hand, left of mouth, on an angle. Interesting. The only time, and that's another thing too. When guys smoke cigars, it's usually in the front of the hand, it's front of the mouth, but it's almost as sideways. Right. Holding it. Where it's almost more to the left, more of the opposite side of where the holding the hand it is, more closer to the other side. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Right? I don't know. The other, my other favorite way to smoke a cigar is pinch between your forefinger and thumb and same side of the mouth. But why is that? Like, I don't know. That just sounds weird. It's just how I do it. Like, I, I think, like, yeah, so... So I think it's because of like, you know, I've seen like cartoons or whatever, where they, they're holding it on the side of the mouth like that. I think the weird thing with that is, and I, I know like, you know, like a lot, fucking cigar fishing owls will tell you, you know, you never tap the ash off. Let right. it fall off naturally. Yeah. I don't care. I tap the ash off. I don't give a fuck. So for me, the way you hold it, there's no good way to get the tap unless you're using like the back fingers. Mm-hmm. That's how I would do it. That's just weird. You know what I would do though? So how do you how do you tap it? You tap it from the top. Yeah. I would tap it from the back. I've done that too. I think the back would make it look cooler. Because you're almost talking like it sounds like you're almost smoking like an Al Capone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he holds it on the side of his mouth, grabs it out with his hands. It's like it's like you're in like talking mode with your cigar. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I never smoke a cigar alone. I'm always with people. So. Mm. That means you have to talk. Oh yeah. I mean, if I'm with people, I gotta be talking. Yeah. Chatty, I'm a chatty fella. But that's, I, it's interesting. I hold a cigarette the same way I hold a cigar with my forefinger and thumb on my right hand uh, so that I can, like, cup it so it's not, you know, whatever. And then uh, I almost always put it right in the center of my lips. A what? A cigarette. Like you're smoking weed? Yeah, I smoke it like, like I would smoke a joint. Nice. Yeah. So I was thinking about it because, like, I don't, I don't really do the two finger thing with a cigarette. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fucking weird, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not weird. It's just how I do it. So I think it's because it's how my dad did it for years and years. Because he would, the reason he would do it that way is because we weren't, we didn't know he smoked, and so he would hide it. <laughs> it let him, it let him hide the cigarette in his hand, and I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cause, you know what? I hold it like that when it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. So that. Yeah, or if it's windy. Yeah, that I can agree with. On a regular basis, no. 
but if it's raining or something like that, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll kind of, I'll cup it over. I do need to quit smoking though. That's gotta be a thing. Yeah. I realized the other day I haven't had one since uh, 2018. Is that a prison? Sure looks like it. Uh, what does that say? Oh, Put Putnamville? Putnamville Correctional Facility? <laughs> this guy going, is this guy heading to the prison? No turn signals, he must be heading straight. Yeah, it looks like it. See, this is where somebody could get fucked up. Because they got grass over here and they don't got grass over here. So it's like, where the fuck is the median? Oh, that's right, there isn't one. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But that's how accidents start. Yep. These must be the new hires that can't park close to the prison yet. Right. Officer visitor parking. Prison now. Huh. I've never heard of it, but I don't know. Putnam just sounds really familiar. Alright, that's all I had. Ask again. Alright, what is worse, okay? Wearing a shirt that's way too tight or walking around in wet socks? I think. I think it's wet socks for me. It's got to be wet socks, right? Yeah. I mean, even if the shirt's a little too tight, you can probably try to stretch it out a little bit. Right. Ooh, how about, okay, so wet socks are the only shirt that you could wear is too short. Oh. So part of your gut sticks out at the bottom. I still think I got to go, I think I got to go with the wet socks. Go with the wet socks? The shirt, the shirt that's too short is embarrassing and difficult to deal with, but... I feel like eventually I'd just be like, ah, who cares? <laughs> but with the wet socks, they're just, they're always deeply uncomfortable and your feet start to hurt. Mm -hmm. Ugh. They get all pruney and you can start to feel it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay. So, you're in a hotel room, haven't eaten all day. You're starving. You can either make oatmeal, but there's no hot water. Or heat up leftovers, but there's no microwave. So you can't really heat them up. You can't really cook your oatmeal. You can't cook your oatmeal. I mean, if you, I soak, think, if you soak it, hopefully it softens up. Yeah. I think it's the oatmeal, because I can eat cold leftovers a lot more comfortably than I can eat oats that are hard. What if it was a frozen chicken nugget dinner? <sighs> you can wait from the thaw out, but you're just going to eat cold previously so, cooked but no longer you know warm yeah that would be worse because they'd be like soggy in a way that's not just like not crispy yeah you know yeah. we should make a segment not for next season because we already had next season but the following season would call the segment personal health oh I love and it and give each other either or questions I mean that right right and the best part of it is it's recorded so we can remember it two years from now. Right. So we can 
remind us. <laughs> Listeners, remind us in two years. Yeah. yeah. Keep, keep us on our toes. Yeah. All right. Is that... Are we done? I don't know. Do you have any more? Do you want to... I'm not good at thinking of these, to be honest with you. No. When it kind of easy, it's got to think of, like, annoying shit and, uh... <laughs> All right, personal health. You can't. <laughs> personal I'm in it right now. I can't open this thing. <laughs> personal health. Standing in line to buy something. You're buying one thing, whether it be a package, just something, one item. Yeah. You absolutely need it. Okay. So you can't drop it and go. You have to buy this item. Only one lane is open. The person in front of you buying about, let's say about $50 worth of shit, all in change. Oh, no. Or, the same scenario, but the person's credit card isn't working and assures the person that it does work, just keep trying. Oh, man. I think the second one, because I think the, the first one is so absurd that I would be, I'd have to laugh. It'd be hilarious. But the second one is like, just try a different card. Right. Or just use my card. I'll buy it for you. I don't care. Get out of my way. There was a moment. There was, there was one day where I had a situation where there was a person who oh, no, the card works. I know there's money on the blah, blah, blah. And they kept trying to swipe and swipe and swipe. And you could tell the cashier was new because they didn't realize until I told them, hey, you know, you just punched the credit card number into the system, right? Yep. And they're like, huh? And yeah, they figured it out, and what do you know? It worked. I became a hero that day. Nice. Yeah. I always forget that's an option. A lot of people do. So it's really useful because I had my credit card memorized. I did too. I was at work one day, and we were ordering lunch, and I was doing, the, uh, I was making a uh, delivery order. And they asked my credit card number, and I'm just, you know, spending off the number, the code, the zip code, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl I worked with, she's like, you memorize your credit card number? I'm like, that should tell you how much I buy shit. I know, right? It's like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's definitely a thing. Right? Well, and then, like, what's nice about it is no one can steal your credit card, because you don't even have to have it on you. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I guess they could just listen while you rattle it off, but... Not everybody can remember numbers. It's a neat tower. Is that is that uh is that Gothic architecture? I don't think so, but I can't remember what kind it is. Victorian maybe. You know, I I, I, I haven't looked it up lately. But uh, what uh, whatever happened uh, with uh, the church in Notre Dame, the Notre Dame Church after the fire? I haven't heard a thing. Um, I know they I got all the, the donations and shit. Like, well. They got promises of donations. I don't think they've actually received any money from any of these people. Mm, so they got they got the, the herd guarantee. Yeah. yeah. So it was. A, I think a lot of it had to do with um, uh, people wanted to rush for the publicity of saying, "Oh, I'm going to donate this amount of money." But the problem is, is, is these people feel that when they donate that kind of money, they're entitled to uh, to a say in how it's going to look. Gotcha. And it's like, well, are you doing this because it's the right thing to do, or are you doing it? So you can have your name on the new building. I don't know. 
I want my I name. Like I want my name to be bigger on the plaque. Right. I want it to be bigger than God. Right. I think I should get my oh. own plaque. Sad. What? Dog got hit. The dead dog on the road. Sure, dog not coyote. Positive. Because no. it was white with brown dots. It was an albino. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It didn't look like a coyote. Or we can say coyote. Might feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Or coyote. That's probably fair. Poor coyote. Poor coyote. We just passed a, a bed and breakfast in the middle of nowhere in northern Indiana. And uh, Travis raised a good question. I thought you listeners would want to uh, want to hear the question. You want me to say the question? Yeah, sure. Oh, question. Sure. So uh, it, it was titled uh, Scottish Bed and Breakfast. A little Scottish dog there right there on the side. So it's a curiosity at this point on if... It's a bed and breakfast ran by Scottish people, and they just use a Scottish Terrier as a logo. Or if it's truly just a bed and breakfast for Scottish Terriers. I think it's a good question. I, I, I gotta go with it is a uh, bed and breakfast for Scottish Terriers. Only, I, only Scottish Terriers. Yeah. I buy it. I buy it, and here's why. It's in the middle of nowhere where a bed and breakfast shouldn't be. Right. And the only person in their... If you can call it a right mind, right mind who would utilize it is uh, is someone who wants a bed and breakfast for their dog. It is uh, it's truly some rich white nonsense, and uh, and that's why I think it's for dogs. I also love how even in the middle of nowhere, you still come across major roadways, guns. Uh, you come across a major roadway in the middle of nowhere, and they still cut off the road. Yep. Not just in Indianapolis or Lafayette or wherever the hell we saw it, which is everywhere. Yep. Always construction season. Right. You know, because some people, you know, they're just like, we're just going to block off one lane. Not Indiana. We're going to block off everything. That place is closed, too. Although not locked. Sorry, listeners. I... In this audio medium, you definitely saw what I was talking about. Uh, we've been, uh, I feel like it's not spoilery to say that, uh, that we've been traveling around Indiana doing a, uh, a tour of many cemeteries uh, from the, what is it, Haunted Indiana uh, website? Yeah. I assume that's where you did your research. Yeah. Um, and we just passed another cemetery on our way from <coughs> another cemetery called uh, Hoff Cemetery. And uh, it definitely looked like it was not open to the public either. So, that was interesting. Check it out at uh, at our YouTube page. Just search Freaknet Studios. Yeah, they really don't want people in their cemeteries out here. Yeah, well, you know, people are dying to get in. So, (laughs) gotta keep them out. I know we don't normally talk about poops yep. and stuff here on the show, but um, I'm not sure if you know this. I'm not sure if I ever told you this or not, but uh, I uh, work in at, uh, at the refinery. I've grown accustomed to uh, wearing suspenders as compared to belts. 
Nice. You know, because, uh, you know, like, with the boats work fine. But, yeah. like, you know, like, wearing FRCs and stuff with my jeans, it always kind of, like, drags my, like, pants down. So I'm always, like, constantly pulling them up, pulling them up. Right, right. So, you know, let me try suspenders. Yeah. Put them on. Absolutely love them. You know, like, it's not that, like, that you have to tight around your waist yep. anymore. Oh, them. yeah, it's the best. And I, I sat there. Till this day, I was like, these are the best idea I ever had. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. There's there's no downside to this whatsoever. Oh, there's until one downside. I, in, until I had the shit. Yep. And I realized that in order for me to take a dump, I'd have to take my shirt off in order to get the straps down around my arms in order to get my pants down. So, I'm sitting there in a public bathroom, shirt off, hanging over a rail. Uh-huh. Straps down, pants down. You know, doing my bit, and it was bad. Like, like a, you know, a courtesy flush. Yeah. I did three of them just to be safe. Woo! Which I don't think I need to, because it was a really powerful toilet. So yeah. Shout out to whatever gas station that was. Congrats for the powerful toilet, because it uh, it definitely did its job. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I know, I know, I I uh, I locked the door. I pressed the little button thingy. Yeah. And this toilet is right next to the uh, next to the door. You open the door and boom, look to the left. Dude on toilet. Right. Fucking dude wiggles the handle, wiggles the handle, wiggles the handle. And before I can say, I'm in here, bro, door pops open. Jesus. We make eye contact, almost drop my phone in the fucking toilet, which is my biggest fear in the fucking world. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah. Um... And all he says is, oh, someone's in here. Shuts the door. Yeah, knock, you fucking... Anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you have to jiggle the handle like three or four times to get it to open up, the door is locked. That's the so, glue. That's the glue. Yeah. So you got to think to yourself, like, wow, either the bathroom's out of order, so they locked it, or something might be in there. So, long story short, uh, I was half undressed. Nice. And that dude probably thinks I'm just some guy who... You know, shit's in public restrooms without a shirt on. Right. I just wanted to share that. What a dick. <laughs> Not you, him. I just don't... The math ain't mathin'. <laughs> but all states have their downsides. Yay for cigarette prices, boo for toilet courtesy. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is one of the few places, uh, the, the state of Indiana is one of the few places where I have regularly seen toilet stalls without doors. Mm. Which I've been assured is great if you want to do, like, battle shits with somebody. Well, see, and that's another thing. Like, so with me personally, I don't like, I don't like, you know, shitting in public places. No. I like privacy. Yeah. That's not because I, I prefer to be home. It's if, my special time. If I if I can make it if I can make it home, yeah, I will fucking wait. Yeah. But I know that we got one more cemetery to do, and I know we got about three more hours of fucking. Well, at least I yeah about three more hours until we're home. Yeah. Total. I knew I wasn't gonna fucking make. It. I couldn't even make it fifteen minutes from when I thought like, oh maybe I got shit. No. So I'm not a big fan of public restrooms just because people know. When you walk into a bathroom and you're in there longer than three minutes, they know. you're shitty. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, okay, if I can find a bathroom and a gas station is in the 
back of the fucking bathroom, back of the gas station, or maybe they'll see me come in and, uh, you know, they don't acknowledge the fact that I've been in there that entire time. But the fact that I had to walk past the cashiers into the hallway, past the cashier coming out of an employee-only door to get to the bathroom, and she knew that I was in there long enough. Yep. I just pray they don't blame me for the broken fucking toilet uh, paper dispenser. That thing was hanging off the wall when I got in there. I just took it off because it was hanging over the toilet. I was like, I need my room. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, not a, not a big public shit. I can't. It's just... This guy, I, and I know it's natural. I know I'm not the first person to walk into that. that right. I've read the book, it. Everybody Poops. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm not the first. I know I won't be the last. I know they probably get a lot of people shitting in that fucking bathroom. It's right there off the fucking highway. I just don't want it to be me. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I'm no fucking Carl. <laughs> what does that mean? That dude will shit in a bucket in front of people if it means he has he can get his fucking shit out of him. Huh. Like that dude is like I like, have no idea. Like he looks at me like I'm some kind of fucking like lunatic because I won't freely shit anywhere any fucking time. Like it's a rarity I shit at people's fucking houses. Right. Like, I will, I will more or less say, hey, I got to run to the gas station to grab smokes to shit at the gas station before I accidentally, paranoia, in, in any type of paranoia, accidentally clog your fucking toilet. I don't know how powerful other people's fucking toilets are. I know mine is a .08 fucking uh, GPF. Right. I don't know if anyone else is rocking .08 GPFs. Yeah, well, most I think most people have the low-flow toilets now. Yeah. Too, especially got a newer home. You know, yeah. they don't. I don't even think they sell. Well, I'm sure they do, but it's tough to find uh, things that aren't low flow toilets. Oh, like well, my fucking dad's toilet. Not only low to the fucking ground, uncomfortable for me, and I don't know how he does. It. He's six five. Yeah, six four ish. So I know he gets the squats in. Yeah. So yeah, I know he's fucking like squatty potty without the squatty potty fucking thing there. But he has like a, his toilet's like almost gotta be fucking like you know 15, 20 years fucking old. And it has like that slow swirl. Oh water. god! So it's like I know nothing that comes out of me is going to make it through that fucking toilet. So yeah, no, I can't shit people's houses because I don't trust them getting proper toilets for their fucking houses. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, I'm good. And I respect people enough to not say, "Hey, man, uh, you uh, you got a plunger? No reason, just asking." I just keep my plunger next to the toilet. Who doesn't, Brian? What kind of weirdo doesn't? Brian, I said my fucking... I, I keep the plunger next to my toilet for that very reason. Yep. So a friend of mine doesn't have to feel awkward. Nobody has to they ask. They come up to me and say, Hey, do you got a plunger? Why? What happened? Oh, you need a plunger? Oh, I I clogged the sink with my <laughs> knuckle hair. Yeah. I used too much soap and it's foaming up the drain. No. no my oh, dad. shit. I got to come see that. <laughs> My Never dad, heard of that before. My dad is one of those lunatics that leaves a fucking plunger uh, in the fucking utility room. <laughs> oh. Fucking screwy. Oh, man. Well, because you wouldn't want anyone to know that you shit. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, 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 I ruined the Thanksgiving because I fucking shit once at his house. We're sitting there having a great fucking day. And then I was like a turkey bowl or some goofy shit was on TV. And like, we're watching, we're having a good time. I go up to use the bathroom and everything. And I come downstairs, he's still enjoying himself watching the movie. I'm like, Dad, I need the plunger. 
He's like, what the fuck? I'm just like, well, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> well, I got to give it this, though. At least it's a plunger. Uh, I've, I've seen horror stories on Reddit of families that uh, have a poop knife. Because they, the whole family takes shits that are so big and so dense that a, a plunger actually can't get through it. And so they really? got to stab the knife into it to break it up. Oh, wow. Uh, and then they just hang it in the laundry room. It's, it's not like it's hanging in the bathroom. That can't be real. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's the internet, so take everything with a grain of salt. So, 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 so people are sitting there saying that they take such big shits... Yeah, the that, whole family. That they, they fucking... It's a genetic anomaly. That they fucking slice up the turds before it goes down the toilet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I would be a lot more embarrassed to be like, Hey, you guys got a poop knife? <laughs> <laughs> I need to borrow your poop knife. Now, see, here's the thing, though. If they had a poop knife... Yeah. That would be a pre-bathroom conversation. Like, well, hey, what are you doing, number one, number two? If you tell them number two, it's like, hold on a second. Let me get Make you sure the poop you knife. use the poop knife. Yeah. Because you don't want to try to use a poop knife on a clogged toilet. It just won't happen. Right. You have to pre-chop that shit up. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's it. That's, so if you know somebody has, you, you know somebody will have a poop knife before you use the bathroom because that's going to be a question. Number one or number two? Number two? Okay. Let me get you what you need. You're thinking magazine? No. Poop knife. Poop knife. <laughs> Fucking poop knife. Yikes. That's gonna be uh that's gonna be a new merchandise item uh, here for this freaking show. This freaking poop knife. This freaking poop knife. TFPF. Because I have a fuck case. Yep. I don't believe in silent uh, letters and shit. And yes, phone is F-O-N-E. Nice. It's not a phone. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Gnaive. <laughs> I'm not infested with Gnats. Darn right. <laughs> Um, That's wild. <laughs> Moral of the story, uh, if the door is locked, don't jiggle the handle. <laughs> this freaking show is a product of FreakNet Studios. Find this podcast and all the other podcasts on our network over at thisfreakingshow.com or wherever pods are casted by searching This Freaking Show. Cartoon Joe also appears on the GeekCast Live podcast at gcl.ninja or violentpress.com, which is our new website. You can also find them on Spotify, Facebook, iTunes, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. This Freaking Show is brought to you by cartercomics.com, your one-stop shop for all things comic books, and especially graded comic books. At cartercomics.com, you can find links to the four, that's right, four eBay pages run by Carter Comics. And if you use the discount code FREAKNET or Cartoon Joe or This Freakin' Show, you can get 10% off.
off of your order. That's right, 10% off your order. The more you spend, the more you save. So head on over to cartercomics.com and get yourself a comic today. We're also brought to you by Audible. Find your next great read at audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Thanks for tuning in. I've been Cartoon Joe. My co-host is Travis T. Join us next time as we road trip around or do whatever the heck else we feel like here at this freaking show. I'm out.